Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples Podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman, joined today by Pastor Neil Radical. Pastor, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. I see you got your running shorts and running shoes ready to go today. Ready to go to the hospital for some rehab. All right, good. Well, we're glad that's going well and continued prayers for your uh, recovery for everything. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you very much. Yeah, today I'd like to begin with a brief devotional thought based on Deuteronomy chapter 30. Uh, Deuteronomy is the fifth book of the Bible, so if you go through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and Deuteronomy, uh, the basic Latin meaning is uh, Deuteris Numus, which is uh, the second law. And so in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses gives to the children of Israel a second law. And that you might think, well, what's the difference between the first and the second law? It's not any different. It's the same law that we see given by God on Mount Sinai in the book of Exodus. But it's just, it's uh, 40, after 40 years wandering in the wilderness, uh, Moses knows he's not going to go to the promised land and so he's given giving the law to the children of israel once more and so this section uh is kind of his okay listen up everybody this is this is the deal we're gonna i'm gonna lay it all out for you and you have a choice to make and so we'll read through deuteronomy 30 verses 11 through 20. for this commandment which i command you today this is moses speaking this commandment that i command you today is not too mysterious for you nor is it far off It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may do it. See, I have set before you today life and death, good and, er, excuse me, life and good, death and evil. And that command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and keep his commandments, his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear, and are drawn away, and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both you and your descendants may live that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him. For he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. So some pretty intense section from from uh, Moses here. He's, he's commanding the children of Israel, hey, listen up, you, you have a choice here. And I guess maybe that would be the first place I'd like to talk about, Pastor, is... Uh, what does he mean when we have a choice? You know, a lot of times we talk about salvation. It's not like we are able to, we know we're not able to choose God. We can't make a decision for God. What is Moses doing here when he says, you have, therefore choose, choose life or death, blessing or cursing, uh, life and good on the one hand, death and evil on the other. You have a choice to make. How is he laying this out as a choice for us when we talk so much about how we don't have choices? We don't. We can't choose God. It, it reminds me of, it's interesting, you know, Joshua repeats this later on after Moses dies and he basically says this says the same thing and so if you re- only read the first half of this or part of this you might think well, why is he talking about choosing life or death that's a pretty easy choice I think we'd want to choose to live mm-hmm. the idea is really summarized so well in verse 20 where it talks about the Lord Jehovah the triune God he is your life so ultimately it's saying 
who are you going to follow? Who are you going to trust? Are you going to go the way of the world, which is going to lead to, to death of your faith? Or are you going to go the way of the life of the Lord of all life, you know, Jehovah God? So I think this is a really great example of you really got to read the context of everything that's going on here and understand who is the life. And it echoes John 14, where Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And so that fits really well with Jesus being that life even back here in Deuteronomy as well. Is that kind of what you're asking? Well, I think, too, it's important to note that he's he's talking to believers, right? So so the children of Israel are, you know, they're the, they believe in God. They've, they're followers of Moses. They believe in God. Yes, they've had lots of struggles in the wandering the wilderness and so forth, but um, when it comes to our life of sanctification, how we are going to act, we have a choice too, right? You can wake up every day and you can make a pile of bad decisions today that's going to lead you away from God, or you can choose to follow the new man that God has placed in your heart, the, the real you, and to uh, uh, choose to do things that are, are according to God's will for you. It's interesting you picked it up. So we do have a free will according to the new man, old man. We were just talking about this Bible class last weekend, but yeah. according to just our old man, we'd have no free will because there's nothing you know right. without God living in us if we don't have faith it's impossible to please God so we'd have a bondage of a will then yeah yeah o- only Christians have free will I think that's important to note that only those with a new man inside them are able to choose right yeah yeah we've t- and we've talked about that extensively in Bible class in our study of Romans this year um, <clears throat> so he talks about a little bit about the word and I think I want to I want to dwell on that a little bit he says the commandment I gave to you it's not far away it's not in heaven you know, so somebody's got to go fly to heaven to go get the word. It's not like across the sea and the, they would be talking, that, you know, the great sea is what they would call the Mediterranean Sea. It's not, you don't have to sail all the way across the great sea in order to get this word. Where is the word? The word is in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. What does he mean by uh, in your mouth, in your heart? What, does he, what do you think he's talking about there? Well, again, I, I look at the New Testament, the Apostle Paul talks about that. Where he quotes this, yeah. yeah he's yeah. near each one of us and that whole idea of it's, if he's in our heart, he's going to come out of our mouth in that sense of if we believe, therefore we speak. We're going to mm-hmm. share our faith with others as well. So I think Moses is saying also here to the same point is that if we're going to believe in him, if we're going to follow him, we should walk in his commandments. We should do those things. And I think what you read early in the first part of this is saying, well, what does it mean to keep his commandments? How do we follow? It's not just his commandments. It's his judgments. It's his you know, you might think of that's the application of the law. How do we use it from a day-to-day basis? And that's you know, staying close to the Lord and, and regarding his word as holy in our, our way of conduct. Mm-hmm. But I think you make a good point about, you know, what's in your heart is what comes out of your mouth, you know, and that's kind of the way Paul uses it in Romans chapter 10 when he quotes this section. He says, you know, with, with under the heart one believes for salvation and under the mouth one confesses, uh, confesses, Righteousness. Righteousness, yeah, and which leads to everlasting life. And uh, so what what comes out of the mouth reflects what's in the heart. And you know, that's why we, we put a strong emphasis on our confession. We're the Church of the Lutheran Confession. Um, we make a, a big point about, you know, stating what we believe and how what we believe is backed up in what God's Word says. And so, um, you know, this is the way that uh, Moses laid it out thousands of years ago, and it still continues to be the way that we express our trust and our belief in God's word as well. So, you know, a lot of sanctification application here, you know, but also remember that uh, it's what God has done for us. And, you know, if you think about where we are in the history of the children of Israel, they're on the precipice of returning to the, the promised land, the land that God has given to them. But the only reason they've made it this far 
is because of what God has done for them in the past. He brought them up out of Egypt, the ten plagues, the Passover brought them to Mount Sinai. He kept them through those 40 years wandering in the wilderness. And for us too, you know, the only reason we are able to choose life or death is because of what God has done for us. He rescued us from slavery, not slavery in Egypt, but slavery to sin. And because of that now, he gives us he gives us a choice, you know, to to uh, reject to reject him, to choose the world, to choose death and punishment, uh, to choose the the sinful world in which we live, or to uh, choose to follow him as he call, as he has already called us to and worked in us a faith that that trusts in him, and that's that's uh, a, the, our day to day life of sanctification. And so, you know, my prayer is that that through this encouragement, you would continue to choose to uh, choose life as God encourages you to choose uh, blessing, to choose. Uh, the good, as as God lays out for us in His Holy Word. Yeah, the only other comment I would make too is what you commented on the very last verse is the promise that the Lord swore to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's that covenant oath that was fulfilled, not just in the Lord bringing them back to the land, but ultimately the other covenant that we see in the fulfillment of Christ, the descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and uh, David's greater son, as we hear sometimes uh, quoted from the Psalms. So, yeah, there's a lot of. Mostly sanctification, obviously, here, but a reiteration of the Lord's covenant promises that he always keeps to us. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for being a God who keeps his promises. You kept your promises to the children of Israel. You keep your promises to us. Uh, Jesus made so many wonderful promises in his life, and because of his death and resurrection, those promises have been fulfilled. Keep the last promise, Lord, and, and send Jesus back to bring us home to heaven. We look forward to that, that great and final day when you'll receive all of us to be with yourself. Until then, keep us uh, as your children. Help us to shine as lights in this world. Help us to choose life through the working of your spirit in our hearts and through the word uh, that you have given to us. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. A couple of weekly updates and reminders for you. Our online midweek Bible class is going to start up again in the month of May, so we look forward to that. Uh, this coming weekend, Pastor Radical is going to be back in the pulpit preaching, so praise the Lord for that, uh, that the doctors say he's well enough to uh, uh, preach this weekend, so thank you, Lord. Uh, quarterly voters meeting took place this last Monday. Uh, there was a mem- number of membership matters that took place. It'll all be in the minutes, which will be sent out via bulletin and email as well. Um, but there was a lot of discussion, once again, on the choir policy. Uh, Pastor Radical and I have made our positions clear on what we believe to be the best practice for our school. And we really want to reach out and let everyone know that if you have any questions, any concerns, comments, we'd be happy to talk about it, happy to study God's Word with you. We really don't want there to be any any sense of secrecy or, or whatever. It's uh, we're, we're happy to speak to whomever would like to talk about uh, this choir policy. Uh, coming up at the end of the month, confirmation is coming. Uh, that'd be April tw- April 30th is the Sunday. Uh, our confirmation kids are working hard uh, memorizing their parts and, and practicing uh, their different sections of the catechism and Bible passages in order to present that examination. That will take place during the Bible class hour on Sunday morning at 9 a.m., again, April 30th, and then the actual confirmation will take place during the service at 10 a.m. Uh, I want to highlight is also for you our Adopt-A-Highway is going to take place May 13th. That's Saturday, May 13th at 9 a.m. You can join us for that. Our prayer list for today, we continue to pray for our cancer patients, Carrie Dale, Pastor John Hine, Norma Carlson, Gary Hannell, and Mavis Anderson, that God would bless and keep all of them uh, as they deal with their various stages of cancer. And then finally, we keep in our prayers Richard Leake. We had a funeral service yesterday. Or, rather the family of Richard Leake. Richard doesn't need our prayers anymore, but we keep the family of Richard Leake in our prayers 
as they continue to mourn the loss of their uh, husband and uh, uh, father. And we also pray on behalf of the family of Hope Redland. Hope went to heaven early this morning, and so we pray that God would bless would bless them as they make a funeral arrangements for Hope as well. Which brings us to our senior spotlight of the day. Uh, this was the first time I've ever done a, a dual interview. Uh, Jagger and Thaden, uh, two of our seniors, wanted to do it together. So here's what that sounded like. I am joined today by two seniors. We got Jagger Hanel and Thaden Hubbard here uh, with me today. We've never done two at the same time, but you guys requested that we would do this together. So I'm excited to try something a little bit different and see how this goes, or maybe it'll be a total train wreck and we'll never do it ever again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing good. 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 How are you? Good. Doing very well. Um, so this is for our senior spotlight uh, portion of our, our podcast. Uh, as I've said before, I think it's really important for our, you know, our members, our listeners who are connected to our church, connected to our school, to be able to hear from you guys. You guys have had been here for at Emmanuel for quite some time. Obviously, it's been important to you. The church majorly supports the school through uh, the offerings that we give, and so for them to be able to kind of hear from you and hear about your experience and the positives and negatives, and you know what uh, uh, what a blessing Emmanuel's been uh, to you. You know, I think it's important to be able to connect those and. You know, maybe they'd seen your face before or even had short conversations with you, but, but to really be able to get to know you a little bit is, is important. So I'll start by asking a uh, full name. Uh, Jagger Benjamin Hanel. Jagger Benjamin Hanel. Where'd you get the middle name from? Uh, my dad, you know, Mr. <laughs> Hanel Sr., yeah. Yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. I'm Thaden Reese Hubbard. Thaden Reese. Yep. Right, like Reese's? No, like Reese from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, right, okay, yeah. okay. Are you the middle child in your family? No, I'm the oldest. Oh. <laughs> Reese is the oldest. Oh, okay, 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 got it. All right. Uh, so the next one's a little bit of a, uh, we were talking about this before, an open-ended qu- uh, question, but uh, maybe you guys can talk a little bit about why you wanted to do this together, too, but uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, well, we wanted to do this together initially because uh, we kind of work out of each other comedically mm-hmm. wise <laughs> and uh, a lot of our experiences have been similar and we've shared similar experiences you know so that's kind of the main reason we want to do it together cool okay yeah I mean I think you know late like later we'll talk about some of the problems we've had and both of us have been there for each other to help each other through it and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. friendship with one another and you know you built each other up and mm-hmm. strengthened each other yeah yeah awesome do you have any hobbies you'd like to share with us? things you guys like to do on the side we like to go hiking a lot. Uh, Whitewater specifically, we went hiking. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's a funny story about that. We our okay. freshman year, the first year we were there, we got lost. Like everyone just ran ahead and to, went back to the cabin because it was like dinner time or uh, after dinner is like lights out time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we ended up getting lost and we wandered around in the freezing cold forest for like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just the two of you. Yep. Really. Uh, our was, phones died. Flashlights died. It was dark completely. Really. Just okay. wandering. Yeah. Uh, okay. We had no idea where we were going. So that was our, you know, first year there. Yeah. And uh, we heard rustling from like a bunch of the tree lines over there, and uh, we called out, and we heard like whispering at first, and then just silence. And apparently, <laughs> that was a group of girls oh. like at the other cabins, you know, and apparently. Uh, they thought we were some, you know, just random dudes. Creepy. Just yeah. creepers. You know? <laughs> and uh, we came back, and Matt Bush thought it was a hilarious prank that we did, even though we had no idea what was going, but we owned <laughs> oh, really? up to it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. totally planned that. Yeah. 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 Best prank in Whitewater history, yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Yeah, that, was, that was great. Awesome. 
How long have you guys attended Emmanuel? I think this is my seventh year, I think. Seventh year, okay. So I got here in fifth grade, so. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And they... I started in my freshman year of high school, and then I oh. went to a different school for my sophomore year during COVID year, but I oh. came back junior and senior year. Okay, okay. So we've had you three or four years here. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what activities did you guys participate in in high school? I did uh, drama club for a while. I've done that every year besides my sophomore year I think okay so and that's then, the play that in the fall between yeah uh, between uh, soccer and basketball yep was, yep okay and then uh, I did soccer my what senior. was your favorite role my favorite role oh yeah. easily it was this year the Linus oh yeah part in the Charlie Brown okay. play or musical okay that was that was really fun to do and I had lots of fun working with a bunch of other actors that was great awesome yeah yeah and you're then, mentioning soccer yeah I did soccer this year and I really wish I did it previous years before but I just didn't soccer was really fun as well. Oh, cool. What about you, Thayden? I was uh, the lights technician for my freshman year, or junior year, and senior year for the drama club. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not big into acting. I'm you're the behind the scenes guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I also played basketball those years too, and that that was probably some of the most fun I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and congratulations on the championship this year. That yes, was pretty exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was awesome. Very cool. Uh, how was Emmanuel helpful to you in your high school career, do you think, as far as the, the school side of things? I think the small classrooms, like small class sizes, allows for the teachers to like better know the students compared to, say, like regular public schools. And yeah. Like you can, we relate to each other a lot on like a personal level, level and also like if you have any problems, you know, they're very accepting and helping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I like that answer. Uh, sometimes the small class sizes can be a, it can seem like a negative to some people, but uh, definitely there's a lot of positives to that too, yeah. especially you just get to know the same few people more and more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what problems have you run into? So you got you alluded to this a little bit earlier, uh, Thayden, but what are some problems you guys ran into in high school and then how did you overcome them? Just mostly dealing with our current culture, I guess, and how... I don't know how in-depth I should necessarily go, no, but... As um, much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, dealing with the counterculture yeah. of our current society and how we should interpret things that way, yeah. I guess. Okay. If you want to go more in-depth, yeah. maybe. I, I think, you know, especially in the modern age with how polarized people's opinions have been, I think, like, being in a Christian school and surrounded by fellow Christians, I think it really... It's like a comfort feeling to it too. Yeah, definitely. That you have like-minded individuals around you, and you know you don't have to be like worried that someone like has some weird, crazy opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something way off the wall that's going to be offended by you, or going to yeah. you know post something about you online or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. Was, this next one I think is important because I always uh, I announce at chapel, hey, we got a post going live with so and so, and the younger kids. I think we always see more. I always see more downloads when we when it's the senior spotlight. So, oh, really? uh, yeah, definitely. And I think so. Some of the younger high school kids tune into this. Uh, do you have any advice or suggestions for improving that high school experience for students following you guys? Yeah, I think it's really important to hold accountability for your own actions. And I think here that happens like very well, and people do that a lot just because it's it. We call it the pecking order. You know, the older kids do something, and the younger kids kind of copy the same, and everybody kind of sort of falls in line. And, you know, you own up to your mistakes or whatever. Or if there's any, like, personal drama between you and other people, you really don't, like, spread it around, make yeah. it a whole big deal. It's kind of mm. just... A one-on-one thing. 
Yeah, yeah, you deal with it. And that's biblical, too. You know, uh, Matthew 18 says, if your brother sins against you, go and talk between yeah. you and him alone, right? Yep. Yeah, so that, and that avoids a lot of the drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Also, hone your relationships with your friends. Keep those keep those relationships dear. Yeah. Yeah. How do you how would you advise kids to do that? I'd say just keep in contact, really. That's all it takes sometimes, just sending a simple text message or a phone call. You okay. Know, yeah. That's yeah. all it really takes. Yeah. So accountability mm-hmm. and friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are good good advice to the future future kids. Uh, if you could start school over again, what would you do differently? Maybe we'll just say high school, not school, school, but yeah. start high school over again. Uh, probably I'm, focus more on my studies. Honestly, I wouldn't change my entire high school situation because I like how it turned out in the end, but probably focus more on school when I was a little younger, like yeah. uh, my freshman and sophomore year probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then I would say take as many electives as you can. Like, it, even if you don't like the, or like, even if you don't have any like interest in the subject, it's still just fun and fills you know your time. Not having to just sit in study hall bored yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's good advice. Uh, study. I think when you're in freshman sophomore, you're like study halls are gonna be so great, and then what? Yeah. Did you, what did you really do during that time? <laughs> what you, you really accomplish and learn? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, one word to describe yourself. Are you going to describe each other? Yeah. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So, Jager, one word to describe Thaden. Uh, Opportunistic, I think, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, I I would say you're very, I think you're sort of confrontational. (laughs) Confrontational? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but like in a a good sense, you know, I think. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is against the spirit of the question. Yeah. One word. Oh, okay. Confrontational. <laughs> Confrontational. Okay. Yeah. No, but now, okay, now, now unpack that a little bit. Yeah. In what, right. in what way? I, I think, uh, especially, like, if the, and, you know, like, if the younger kids or, like, the freshmen or whatever, they have their drama or whatever, but we kind of, kind of just eliminate that entirely and just say, you guys should deal with it yeah. amongst yourselves, not make it everybody else's business. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. And what do you mean by opportunistic? Just rewinding a little bit here. Um, just, like... For example, we worked on the carnival for a bit now. Yep. You can see he's, he's a very good salesman. He knows when there is a a deal to be made, mm. I guess, in a, in a good sense. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. To that. All right. Uh, what's your guys' plans after this year? You're going to college? going to work for a while? What's your plan? I plan on going to Bethany and studying for or like getting my degree in accounting, but I should, I'm probably going to work through college too. Okay, accounting. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is that a four year? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Why accounting? Uh, I've always been relatively decent with numbers, and especially with the modern era, more and more being done with computers. I'm also semi tech savvy, so I yeah. think those kind of go hand in hand. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Spreadsheets. You like spreadsheets? Yeah. yeah. Stats <laughs> class. Yeah. Yeah. If you have to take, yeah. if you have to choose between pre calc and stats, take stats. Stats. Hundred percent. Stats right. was yeah. That's All right. great. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> yep. What about you, Jagger? What's your plan? Uh, I'm gonna take a gap year. You are. I'm gonna I'm gonna work, and then my plan is to go to MSU for sales, and then minor in uh, a foreign language. No. So I'm going to combine those two. I okay. Would, yeah. Okay. Do you have a, a foreign language in mind yet or not? It's probably going to be an Asian language. Oh, yeah. that's kind of the Japanese market. or... Yeah, Japanese or Korean, probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what are you working this year? Right now, I'm working at Michael's and yeah. uh, Bomb Gars. Those are my, okay. my two Okay. Two Is that where you're going to work through the... 
coming your gap year, you mean? Yeah, I'll probably work at Bombgars. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I've been in Bombgars once. That place is awesome. I know. It's, it's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I work with the the chickens and the geese. Really? And stuff like that. You yeah. Like feed them and stuff. Yeah. It's it's pretty fun. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Very cool. Uh, so bigger picture than that, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? What are your kind of big long term goals? Married, kids, family, job. Yeah, I mean, I I think I I guess I really don't know. I sort of see probably both of us. I don't maybe not having like a full family in five ten years, but I I for sure see us probably still as friends. I think yeah, you know, I think us and the, like Louise and other mm-hmm. our associates here at school I think are very tightly knitted. <laughs> yeah, you and your associates. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, cool, cool. Uh, I don't know necessarily maybe marriage next five or ten years you know who knows you'll be 28 in ten years think about that oh, that's crazy no well that yeah. is crazy you'll be almost uh, old as me yeah I don't know I'm not sure about that I at least want to be established in a career for yeah. sure and have had time to travel and get get some worldly experiences at yeah. least yeah you know they're cool. just going with the flow okay yeah see how it goes mm-hmm. yeah I just ask these questions because I think it's I know it's so much in flux right now in your yeah. guys' life, and who knows what the future is going to hold. But yeah. also, it's good to think about those long-term plans it too. Is, yeah. If you never think about those, all of a sudden you're going to be 28, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. man, what did I do? Time with flies. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Uh, what does Emmanuel mean to you? You know, as a church, as a school, as a community that you guys have been a part of now for years. You know, what does it mean to you? I'd say it's a place where I've grown the most. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, I went to public school before then, or oh, before I went here. Okay. So if I had stayed in public school, I don't. I think my worldly perspective would be much different than it would be now. I think. Yeah. So I think it was a blessing, you know, me going here and gaining friends and just having like-minded individuals around to yeah. talk about Christian friends yeah. to support you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Right. Yeah, and I think it builds a good foundation for the rest of your life and you know if you root yourself in your faith and you know like have good friends around you like that I think you'll turn out to be like happy successful mm-hmm. you know overall live a pretty decent life yeah, yeah. yep definitely uh, God gives you the relationships that you need and you know the, the fact that you guys have had you know obviously the fact that you decided to do this podcast <laughs> together means you guys are good friends yeah. you know and I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, happy for you guys that it's really been a blessing that you guys were able to do that and uh, look forward to see what the future holds for you guys too. Yeah. Um, and we'll be, we'll be keeping an eye on you guys and watching <laughs> and seeing, seeing how it all goes. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be, it'll be good to see. Uh, anything else you'd like to say to our listeners to, you know, as a church, we know we're constantly praying for our school. We're thinking about our teachers and our students and, you know, so you guys have been in the thoughts and prayers of our congregation for years now at this mm-hmm. point. Anything you'd like to say to them, to our listeners? Um, I guess just thank you. Yeah, honestly. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, all right, guys. Appreciate your time today and uh, blessings on the rest of your school year. Uh, yeah, thank you. And everything else in your future. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you bet. Have a good one. Yes, yeah. So thank you again to Thaden and Jager for sitting down with us and look forward to see what God has in store for them. Uh, our hymn of the day today is hymn 266 from the Red Hymnal. It goes like this. O God, our Lord, thy holy word was long a hidden treasure, till to its place it was by grace restored in fullest measure. For this today our thanks we say, and gladly glorify thee, and mercy show and grace bestow on all who still deny thee. 
salvation free by faith in thee, that is, thy gospel's preaching, the heart and core of Bible lore in all its sacred teaching. For Christ we must put all our trust, not in our deeds or labor, with conscience pure and heart secure, love thee, Lord, and our neighbor. Thou, Lord, alone this work hast done by thy free grace and favor. All who believe will grace receive through Jesus Christ our Savior. And though the foe would overthrow thy word with grim endeavor, all he hath wrought must come to naught, thy word will stand forever. My Lord art thou, and for me now, death holds no dreadful terrors. Thy precious blood, my highest good, hath blotted out my errors. My thanks to thee, thou wilt to me, fulfill thy promise ever. And mercy give, while here I live, and heavenly bliss forever. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, emmanuelmankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.